Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita and today's topic is chapter 4, verse 12, Demigod Worship. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha श्री चैतन्य मनो भीष्टं स्थापितं येन भूतले स्वयं रूपः कदामह्यं ददाति स्वपदान्तिकं वन्देहं श्री गुरु श्री युतपदकमलं श्री गुरुन् वैष्णवांश्च श्री रूपं साग्रजातं सहगण रघुनाथान्वितं तं सजीवं साद्वैतं सावधूतं परिजन सहितं कृष्ण चैतन्य देवं श्री राधा कृष्ण पादान सहगण ललिता श्री विशाखान्वितांश्च हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कांत राधा कांत नमोस्तुते तप्तकांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमामि हरि प्रिये वांछाकल्पतरुभ्यश्च कृपा सिंधुभ्य एवच पतितानाम पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नम ओम विष्णुपादाय कृष्णप्रेष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्तिवेदातस्वामीनामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषून्यवादी पाश्चात्यदेशिणे जय श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादि गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे सो वेलकम टू दिस एपिसोड ऑफ द भगवद गीता चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट ट्वेल्व डेमी गॉड वर्शिप विल रीड द वर्ड टू वर्ड एंड द लाइन बाय लाइन यजन्ते इह देवताह क्षिप्रम हि मानुषे लोके सिद्धि सिद्धि <coughs> यजंत इह देवताहिमाषे लोके सिद्धिर्भवति यजंत इह देवताहिमाषे लोके सिद्धिर्भवति कर्मजा कांक्षंतः कर्मणाम सिद्धिम 
यजंत इह देवता क्षिप्र हिमाषे लोके सिद्धिर्भवति कर्मजा कांक्षंतः डिजायरिंग कर्मणाम ऑफ फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज सिद्धिम परफेक्शन यजंते दे वर्शिप बाय सैक्रिफाइसेस इह इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड देवता द डेमिगॉड्स क्षिप्रम वेरी क्विकली ही सर्टनली मानुषे इन ह्यूमन सोसाइटी लोके विद इन दिस वर्ल्ड सिद्धि सक्सेस भवती कम्स कर्मजा फ्रॉम फ्रूटिव वर्क ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाइज दिवैंग्रेस एसी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए ट्रांसलेशन मैन इन दिस वर्ल्ड डिजायर सक्सेस इन फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज एंड देर फॉर दे वर्शिप द डेमिगॉड्स क्विकली ऑफकोर्स मैन गेट रिजल्ट फ्रॉम फ्रूटिव वर्क इन दिस वर्ल्ड यू सी दैट सो दिस इज अबाउट डेमिगॉड वर्शिप दे वॉन्ट क्विक फिक्स क्विक सक्सेस एंड देर फॉर दे वर्शिप द डेमिगॉड्स क्विकली ऑफकोर्स मैन गेट रिजल्ट now this word devata uh, that will be explained by shri prabhupada in the purport it means demigods it also means important people in this world whom we kowtow to to get certain favors it can be a minister it can be a celebrity it can be anything hmm? <clears throat> a leader basically a public leader who has some power of influence and who can use that to give favors so demigods have it in very very great quantities but even men in this world sometimes um they do have some power within i mean with them that they can use it to influence certain things purport there is a great misconception about the gods or demigods of this material world and men of less intelligence although passing as great scholars take these demigods to be various forms of the supreme supreme lord where is that stated there is a verse we have shown yesterday as well i think 9.15 gyana yagyera chapyanye yajanto maam upasate ekatvena prithaktvena bahudha vishvato mukham others who engage in sacrifice by cultivation of knowledge worship the supreme lord as the one without a second as diverse in many and in the universal form so this bahudha as diverse in many that is this uh, pantheistic philosophy which they think all demigods are are the same as krishna they think it is all different forms of the same god <coughs> so i think there was a statement i think couple of or 3 years ago 3 years ago something like that um it was of uh, indian prime minister narendra modi he was saying um hinduism is very flexible and you can choose which form of god you want and um, he said um 
फॉर द पहलवान द भगवान इज हनुमान यू नो इन इन दैट वे सो एवरी वन कैन चूज देयर गॉड अकॉर्डिंग टू देयर देयर काइंड ऑफ वर्क दिस इज नॉट करेक्ट द मीन्स वॉट ही मीन्स इज पहल पहलवान मीन्स वन हु इज अ बॉडी बिल्डर फॉर हिम द गॉड इज हनुमान सो इट्स नॉट एग्जैक्टली लाइक दैट एट ऑल सो दिस इज अ वेरी स्क्यूड परस्पेक्टिव ऑफ सनातन धर्म बिकॉज ऑफ लैक ऑफ प्रॉपर शास्त्रिक नॉलेज सो हनुमान इज नॉट इवन अ डेमी गॉड ही इज अ प्योर डिवोटी ऑफ राम लॉर्ड रामचंद्र ही डजेंट हैव एनी डेमी गॉड पोजिशन इन दिस वर्ल्ड बट पीपल प्रे टू हिम टू गेट सम स्ट्रेंथ इन देयर ओन लाइफ एंड यू नो टू फुलफिल देयर मेटीरियलिस्टिक एम्बिशंस दे ट्रीट हिम लाइक अ डेमी गॉड एस्पेशली इन हिंदुजम and they treat even ordinary people who are completely nowhere in the system at all vedic system they they accept them also as good as demigods like some baba will be there in the altar of every hindu nowadays and some you know some some guru some yogi everybody is in the altar there they actually do not know what is going on who is god and they put everything there they feel oh if i don't put uh, him maybe you know i will be cursed so they will be they are moved by these kinds of sentiments without knowledge knowledge is important hmm there is a i think 4.33 shreyan dravyam ayad yagnyat gyana yagnya parantapa sarvam karmakhilam partha gyane parisamapyate o chastiser of the enemy the sacrifice performed in knowledge is better than the mere sacrifice of material possessions After all, O son of Pritha, all sacrifices of work culminate in transcendental knowledge. So this is important to know. Uh-huh. <coughs> Actually, there is another verse in the eleventh canto. Let me see if I can find it out. मंत्रुद्धिर्मदर्पणम धर्म संपद्यते षडर्मस्तु विपर्य श्रीमद्भागवत इलेवन डॉट ट्वेंटी वन डॉट फिफ्टीन A mantra is purified when chanted with proper knowledge. That's why we have to, we are we we had this shloka learning course that we did about couple of I mean a month or so ago. And that the whole point is to understand the shloka and to chant it and use it effectively. So, and everything, even when we are chanting, I mean even the most <laughs> the very mantra that every devotee chants, Hari Krishna Maha Mantra, we have to know a mantra is purified when chanted with proper knowledge. we have to know what we are chanting then we know you know um, why we are chanting and what we are chanting so if somebody asks us we should be able to answer so anyway the point is we have to know what we are doing nowadays hindus they just are carried away by sentiment they will read the whole um, translation it's very nice a mantra is purified when chanted with proper knowledge and one's work is purified when offered to me 
Thus, by purification of the place, time, substance, doer, mantras and work, one becomes religious. And by negligence of these six items, one is considered irreligious. That means even if we chant mantra without proper knowledge, uh, that is considered irreligious here. See that? So, this is, this is all to be understood very nicely. Hmm. Actually, there is another also. Um, 17.13 Sacrifice in the mode of ignorance. I think we will take 11, 12 and 13. Sacrifice in the three modes. You see? Aphalakankshibhiryagnyo vidhiddishto ya ijyate yashtavyame vetimanah samadhaya sasatvikah of sacrifices, the sacrifice performed according to the directions of scripture as a matter of duty by those who desire no reward is of the nature of goodness. Now, what happens to others? Seventeen but the sacrifice performed for some material benefit or for the sake of pride, O chief of the Bharatas, you should know to be in the mode of passion. This is usually what demigod worship is. For some material benefit and for the sake of pride, O chief of the Bharatas. We will see more verses as we read on with the, read on the purport. But this is what actually happens. You should know it to be the mode of passion. And finally... Vidhihinam asrishtanam mantrahinam adakshinam shraddha virahitam yagyam tamasam parichakshate Any sacrifice performed without regard for the directions of scripture, without distribution of prasadam, spiritual food, asrishtanam, the word is asrishtanam, without distribution of prasadam. And without chanting of Vedic hymns, and remunerations to the priests and without faith is considered to be in the mode of ignorance. So any sacrifice performed without uh, faith is in the mode of ignorance or misplaced faith uh, without regarding, regard for directions of scripture. They don't check whether, especially nowadays Hindu community, they are not checking with Shastra at, at all anymore. They are just putting whoever, you know, oh, so this Baba, okay, put inside, uh, this, this Yogi, we put inside, everybody in the altar. It's like a big Khichdi marketplace. And you know, there's no there's no directions of scripture there. And chanting of Vedic hymns, and sometimes they do, but then they don't understand the meaning. Just chant like Vishnu Sahasranama or you know this sloka, that sloka. So many they chant, and you know Parayan, you know this, but they don't know what they're chanting. Even sometimes Gita, Bhagavad Gita, they chant whole Bhagavad Gita, but again without any understanding. So this is all tamasam, you know, ignorance. If they really do understand Bhagavad Gita, they will never do demigod worship, as we will see in the whole, you know, this this today's uh, session. So, and men of less intelligence, although passing as great scholars, take these demigods to be various forms of the Supreme Lord. Actually, the demigods are not different forms of God, but they are gods different parts and parcels. God is one and the parts and parcels are many. The Vedas say Nityo Nityanam, God is one, Ishwara Parma Krishna. The Supreme God is one, Krishna. 
and the demigods are delegated with powers to manage this material world. These demigods are all living entities, Nityanam. They are like us. They are invested with special powers, just like um, uh, a president of a country or a prime minister. Who is he? He is just another human being like us, but he is empowered to perform activities which, with such great power, with such great influence. See that? So that is, the demigod is like that. Just as the prime minister is a human being, so similarly, the demigod, not exactly human being, but the soul like us, human being, but a much higher grade human being. So he's also a soul like us. So in other words, you also can become a demigod if you qualify for that. Everyone can be become a de demigod if they qualify. So that's how they actually got to their posts like that. For example, Bali Maharaj. Of course, he's a pure devotee, but it is said that he will be the next Indra. After this tenure of this current Indra, uh, Bali Maharaj will be the Indra. So this is the way that um, you know the demigods are just like you know a, a prime minister comes and then for five years or four years or sometimes two two terms. So and after that, another prime minister is elected. But in this case, they are not elected; they are chosen by higher authorities, uh, by the supreme lord. But the same thing. So they are like ordinary living entities, demigods, just but empowered, greatly empowered to perform very responsible tasks of universal management. They cannot be equal to the Supreme God Narayana, Vishnu or Krishna. Anyone who thinks that God and, dem and the demigods are on the same level is called an atheist or Pashandi. Even the great demigods like Brahma and Shiva cannot be compared to the Supreme Lord. Now, there are verses connected with this. I think some of you already know. We'll, we will go through those verses, couple of verses. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila, chapter 18, verse 116. Yastu Narayanam Devam Brahma Rudra Didaivatehim Samatvenaiva Viksheta Sa Pashandi Bhavedruvam. This is coming from uh, Padma Puran, actually. So, what is the meaning? A person who considers demigods like Brahma and Shiva to be on an equal level with Narayana is to be considered an offender or Pashandi. This is. Another verse. Let's see if we can find the correct one. Because there is this verse is actually quoted in many places, but at one place it is quoted in full. Yeah, that is this. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhulila 20.217 purport. Archye Vishnu Shiladhir Guru Shunaramatir Vaishnave Jati Buddhir Vishnorva Vaishnavanam Kalimalamathane Padatir Thembu Buddhi Shri Vishnor Namni Mantre Sakala Kalushahe Sabda Samanya Buddhir Vishnu Sarveshwareshe 
ಕೃಷ್ಣ now we will go somewhere else and come back here now if we see shaili darumai lauhi lepya lekhya chasaikati manomai manimai pratimashtavidha smrita the deity form of the lord is said to appear in eight varieties stone wood metal earth paint sand mine or jewels so this is you know who spoke this lord krishna himself he was speaking to uddhava he is teaching deity worship to uddhava how to do deity worship now krishna was personally there why is he teaching then to establish this system for the future so there he is saying that deity form of the lord is said to appear in eight varieties so although it meet may appear i mean the lord may appear in material um through material ingredients but it is not that he has become material no and the lord is now stone no he is appearing because we our vision is so dull we can't see the soul we can't see the super soul but he is coming in a way which in which we can see him and which we can uh, relate with him and we can serve him so that is his mercy that is although he is invisible to everybody he is taking a form which is visible to everybody hmm. so but if somebody does not understand the mercy of the lord when he comes in the deity form and thinks that he is ordinary stone then he is a hellish person fit to remain in hell gurushu naramatir next so he considers a guru to be an ordinary man hmm. of course all these have verses you know um to support that guru is not an ordinary man you know in the 11th canto in the 7th canto i mean we will just maybe go there because seven fifteen 26 if you go and see him it's nicely explained here yasya sakshat bhagavati gyanadeep prade gurau martyasadhihi shrutam tasya sarvam kunjara shauchavat The spiritual master should be considered to be directly the supreme lord because he gives transcendental knowledge for enlightenment. Consequently, for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being, everything is frustrated. His enlightenment and his Vedic studies and knowledge are like the bathing of an elephant. In the 11th canto he said, Acharyam maam vijaniya navam anyeta karhichat na martya buddhya suyeta sarvadeva mayo guru. in fact he is the representative of all the demigods eleven twenty seventeen no not this three twenty one eleven three twenty one not even this uh eleven seventeen twenty seven 
या आचार्य माम विजानियान नावमन्यत करहिचित नमर्त्य बुद्ध्या सुयेत सर्वदेवमयो गुरु वन शुड नो द आचार्य एज माय सेल्फ यू सी दैट माय विद अ कैपिटल एम दैट मींस कृष्णा कृष्णा इज स्पीकिंग वन शुड नो द आचार्य एज माय सेल्फ एंड नेवर डिसरेस्पेक्ट हिम इन एनी वे वन शुड नॉट एनवी हिम थिंकिंग हिम एन ऑर्डिनरी मैन फॉर ही इज द रिप्रेजेंटेटिव ऑफ ऑल द डेमीगॉड्स सो दिस इज द ट्रूथ ऑफ द वेदास ऑफ द वेदिक लिटरेचर नाउ हु कंसीडर्स अ गुरु टू बी एन ऑर्डिनरी person then he is a again guru shunaramate then vaishnava jati buddhir if he thinks a vaishnava to be coming from a caste or if he gives a designation to vaishnava vaishnava is already the highest yeah, more than even brahmana but if we consider a vaishnava to be um, coming from a certain caste oh this is shudra vaishnava so he is lesser than a brahmana vaishnava no when he is a vaishnava he is a vaishnava no such thing as oh this is higher vaishnav lower vaishnav vaishnav is a vaishnav of course the person should actually be on a vaishnav character but anybody even if he is chanting hari krishna he should be given the respect of a vaishnav krishneti yasya um, krishneti giritam yasya manasadriyeta nectar of instruction fifth verse it is said that we have to give respect to anybody who is chanting hari krishna the respect of a vaishnav so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also said, "Who is Vaishnav? Who is chanting Hare Krishna? He is a Vaishnav. So he may be Kanishtha. Even the Kanishtha Vaishnav, uh, and there is a difference between. And Nectar of Instruction also says how to associate differently with different types of Vaishnav. But that those types of Vaishnav are based on their advancement in spiritual life, not on the basis of which family they came from. No, anybody can advance in spiritual life, and based on their ad- advancement, merit-based." सो कनिष्ठ मध्यम उत्तमाधिकारी वैष्णव सो बेस्ड ऑन दैट वी हैव टू एसोसिएट अकॉर्डिंगली एंड सम पीपल आर यू नो सेपरेटिस्ट इन द नेम ऑफ वैष्णव कलीचेला एज भक्तिविनोद ठाकुर हैज पॉइंटेड आउट सो वी शुड स्टे अवे फ्रॉम दैम एंड दैट इज ऑल्सो गिवन इन जंक्शन बट टू कंसिडर वैष्णव कमिंग फ्रॉम अ जाति बुद्धि दैट इज दैट इज हेलिश मेंटल दैट इज रॉन्ग विष्णोर्वा वैष्णवाना कलिमलमथने पादतीर्थी बुबुद्धि द वाटर दट हेज वाश्ड विष्णु द चरणामृत और द वाटर दट हेज वाश्ड द फीट ऑफ द वैष्णवास स्पेशली द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर टू कंसिडर दट वाटर टू बी नॉर्मल ऑर्डिनरी वाटर दट इज ऑलसो रॉन्ग दैन श्री विष्णोर्नामनी मंत्रे सकल कलुषे शब्द सामान्य बुद्धि सो विष्णुज नेम और कृष्णज नेम हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र टू कंसिडर दैट name of krishna or any name of krishna to be an ordinary ordinary vibration sound vibration of this material world that is an offense vishnau sarveshwareshe taditara samadhiryasya vanaraki saha so vishnau is sarveshwaresha that means sarva ishvara isha that means he is the lord of he is the controller of all controllers ishvara parama krishna अहम अहम हि आदर देवाना महर्षिना सर्वशीज द हीज द ऑरिजिन ऑफ द देवताज एंड इवन द ग्रेट सेजेस बट इफ वी कंसिडर सच सुप्रीम लॉर्ड विष्णु और कृष्ण तद इतर समधीरस्य नारकिस इफ वी कंसिडर हिम ईक्वल टू अदर डेमिगॉड्स लाइक इवन इवन टू द पॉइंट ऑफ ब्रह्मा एंड शिव इट इज हेलिश मेंटालिटी सो दीज वर्सेस show the point that we cannot equate the lord with the demigods at all it is an offense
one of the ten offenses is to equate him to demigods. All right. Even the great demigods like Brahma and Shiva cannot be compared to the Supreme Lord. In fact, Lord, the Lord is worshipped by demigods such as Brahma and Shiva. Okay, one one other verse. Um, Mukundamala Stotra, fourteenth verse. Prithvi Renu Ranu Payam Sikanika Palgus Pulingo Laghus Tejo Nishvasanam Marut Tanutaram Randham Susukshmam Nabham Kshudra Rudra Pitamaha Prabhritaya Keta Samasta Sura Drishte Yatrasatarako Vijayate Shri Padhuli Kana especially this third line. Once our Savior has been seen, you know, that means he's talking about Krishna now or Vishnu. So once one knows about Krishna being the Supreme Personality of Godhead, now the whole earth, Prithvi Renur Anu, Prithvi Renur Anu, that means the whole earth becomes no greater than a speck of dust. That means, what does it actually mean? What does it mean by the earth becoming a speck of dust? That means a devotee, like for example, for a non-devotee, he finds so much value in earth. They construct big, big skyscrapers from materials drawn from the earth. And he may, you know, there's so much gold, tons and tons and tons of gold inside the earth. Oh, that is a valuable thing. Oil is a valuable thing. So many things that, you know, earth is a very important thing and they do big, big research, geology, geography, whatever, all these things. They are so much interested in this topic of earth, Bhumi, Bhumi, Apa, Analo, Vayur, Kham. Actually, those are described here. So all these things, materialists, if you see, there are so much material to learn of these five elements and the scientists are always searching in different, different ways. But for a devotee, it doesn't, it, there's no importance anymore. Once he contacts the Lord, everything else becomes minute, insignificant in comparison. Uh, it is not even worth spending that much time um, just, yes, we should know that they are Krishna's energies, yes, we have to know how to use them in Krishna's service. But then excessive, like, you know, uh, uh, what is that, trying to manipulate the whole uh, material resources and, you know, doing so much of this Ugra Karma. That is, a devotee is not interested in all these things anymore. That's why it is said, the whole earth becomes no greater than a speck of dust. Who cares for a speck of dust? We actually just sweep it away. That is what we do with dust. So a devotee just sweeps it away. He's not interested in so much. Huh? All the waters of the ocean become mere droplets. That means, any, again, it's the same thing. Earth, water water people are researching so much into water how to use it as a fuel how to they're exploring deep waters and how, you know there's so much shipping going on and all these things again become mere droplets his devotee is not interested totality of fire becomes a minute spark and not just not interested actually they are very very minute compared with the lord Although it appears very big now, I mean, ocean, oh, big, you know, and earth is very big, and all these things appear big, but one know, when one knows the Supreme Lord, everything else is tiny compared to him. 
like some sometimes you know um sometimes devotees may even get afraid of ghosts but non devotees or devotees are like you know they think um, if i chant hari krishna maybe you know i will be helped they think that ghost and you know krishna is like competitor you know you know hopefully krishna will win ghost is like one insignificant living entity and the name of krishna is you know drives away even the the fear personified the totality of fear personified so uh, ghost actually has no chance but because the person does not have may not have faith uh, so therefore you know he feels that you know oh, you know hopefully this will work but actually prabhupad there was one story when prabhupad was uh, in kolkata he bought a mansion which was ghostly haunted and he just he he knew he knew that and he could see ghosts you know and uh, he he just went around with his bead bag hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare he went through all the whole house and he drove away all the ghosts he drove away yeah and he said there were many ghosts especially at the gate uh, around the gate area so he he drove all them away they did not even stand a chance before him so that is because he is chanting hari krishna with such you know um, full faith in the holy name so we have to have that faith that krishna is actually unlimitedly more powerful than any powerful uh, even demigod that we will see in a while in the same translation you see here the totality of fire becomes a minute spark the winds become just a faint sigh and the expanse of space becomes a tiny hole who who is interested in a hole you know tiny hole in the wall or you know or on the ground or something who is interested no but these people are spacex nasa big big uh, attempts to you know explore space and all that devotee is not interested in all these things he has much much higher topic that is krishna uh, is far more interesting than all these inferior topics now next great lords like rudra and grandfather brahma become insignificant and all the demigods become like small insects who cares for insects nobody hmm. indeed even one particle of dust from our lord's lotus feet conquers all not the lord not even his lotus feet the dust not even the dust one particle of the dust huh conquers all the demigods and you know that that is the difference between krishna and the demigods not just like um, you know somewhere close krishna and demigods are somewhere close yeah krishna is higher but you know demigods are almost there no nowhere even close one particle of dust from his lotus feet will conquer them this is krishna so that's why we should never consider them equal the krishna and the demigods in fact the lord is worshiped by demigods such as brahma and shiva shiva virinchinutam where is this from 11533 this is from shrimad bhagavatam shiva virinchinutam vande mahapurushate charanaravindam two verses are there you see this vande mahapurushate charanaravindam this and the next verse end with the same line so um dhyeyam sada paribhavagnam abhishta doham 
तीर्थास्पदम शिव विरिंचिनुत शरण्यम भृत्यार्थिहम व्रणतपाल भवाधिपोत वंदे महापुरुषते चरणारविंदम माय डियर लॉर्ड यू आर द महापुरुष द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड एंड आई वर्शिप योर लोटस फीट विच आर द ओनली ऑब्जेक्ट इटर्नल ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ मेडिटेशन those feet destroy the embarrassing conditions of material life and freely award the greatest desire of the soul the attainment of pure love of godhead my dear lord your lotus feet are the shelter of all holy places and of all saintly authorities in the line of devotional service and are honored by powerful demigods like lord shiva and lord brahma this is probably many times quoted that line shiva virinchinutam is from this beautiful verse My lord you are so kind that you willingly protect all those who simply bow down to you with respect and thus you mercifully relieve all the distress of your servants in conclusion my lord your lotus feet are actually the suitable boat for crossing over the ocean of birth and death and therefore even lord brahma and lord shiva seek shelter at your lotus feet this is the verse and next verse also actually vande mahapurushate charanaravindam this is actually a very very famous verse it has three different explanations by acharyas and the same verse is referring to rama ramachandra bhagwan and to krishna and to chaitanya mahaprabhu same same verse tyaktva sudustya jasurepsita rajya lakshmim dharmishtha arya vachasa yadagadaranyam maya mrigam dayita yepsita manvadhavad vande mahapurushate charanaravindam oh mahapurusha i worship your lotus feet you you gave up the association of the goddess of fortune and all her opulence which is most difficult to renounce and is hankered after even by the great demigods being the most faithful follower of the follower of the path of religion you thus left for the forest in obedience to a brahmana's curse out of sheer mercifulness you chased after the fallen conditioned souls who are always in pursuit of the false enjoyment of illusion and at the same time you engaged in searching out your own desire object lord shamsundar so this is this translation is based on um this verse referring to chaitanya mahaprabhu but in the you see in, in the purport here according to the vaishnava acharyas this important verse of the shrimad bhagavatam is is understood to describe chaitanya mahaprabhu krishna and ramachandra so if you actually read this whole purport you will know that but we are not going to go into that now so shiva virinchinutam yet curiously enough there are many human leaders who are worshiped by foolish men under the misunderstanding of anthropomorphism or zoomorphism okay before we go to there another verse regarding shiva virinchanutam uh shrimad bhagavatam i think some of you already know this verse 12343 kalaunarajan jagatam param gurum trilokanathanatapadapankajam prayena martya bhagavantam achyutam yakshanti paashanda vibhinna chetasaha o king in the age of kali people's intelligence will be diverted by atheism and they will almost never offer sacrifice to the supreme personality of godhead who is the supreme spiritual master of the universe although the great personalities who control the three worlds all bow down to the lotus feet of the supreme lord the petty and miserable human beings of this age will not do so the great personalities who control the three worlds that means all the demigods beginning with brahma and lord shiva they bow down to the lotus feet of the supreme lord 
the petty and miserable human beings of this age kaliyuga they will not do so so yet curiously enough there are many human leaders <coughs> who are worshiped by foolish men under the misunderstanding of, of anthropomorphism or zoomorphism what is this anthropomorphism so definition the attribution of human characteristics or behavior to a god animal or object uh, that means in other words of course this is this is actually people who think that oh some people imagine god to have human like attributes and characteristics of course they are avajanand ma moodha they are foolish so this anthropomorphism is a foolish idea that oh some people they have created a god with human kind of face and you know attribute and characteristics and so we we do not create krishna like that krishna has a form in fact man is made in the image of god as it is said in the bible also and you know human form of life is the most in fact krishna was um, was very satisfied when he created the human form of life because and that is actually there in the 11th canto i think maybe if some of you can you know put in the comments we will go there i don't exactly remember i will have to search i think 1127 or 11722 or something like that you know anyway we'll go into that but anthropomorphism so that's what they think but also here in this case prabhupada is referring to this word as many human leaders who are worshiped by foolish men under the misunderstanding of anthropomorphism that means they think that these men are actually incarnations of god and they worship such men like for classic example in hindu um hindu community is sai baba both the sai babas they are nowhere mentioned in the vedas an incarnation must be mentioned in the vedas otherwise out absolutely out is not is not to be worshiped we cannot do anything without scripture so the vedic scripture has absolutely no mention of this sai baba i'm op- openly telling this so those who actually are worshiping sai of course they have some you know some miracle stories always they will quote this happened that happened i mean anybody can make up these stories and even if they happen the pakka coincidences hmm? have nothing to do and god's benediction is not that you will su- succeed materially you know they, they say stories like this oh i prayed to him and my business became successful i got a new job i passed my exams i mean come on <clears throat> so we are not buying this nonsense stories we are we have to check with shastra guru sadhu shastra that's it everything else is absolute rubbish this is only the real uh, evidence so every incarnation or even demigod for that matter they are mentioned in the shastra but without any mention if we start worshiping then it's just creating a whole disturbance in the society so that is what prabhupada is especially talking against here many human leaders who are worshiped by foolish men under the misunderstanding of anthropomorphism or zoomorphism zoomorphism let's take this having or representing animal forms or gods of animal form so sometimes classic in in um, in india there is a temple for rats there is a temple for lizard actually it is a it is a uh, very uh, sacrilege actually for the varadaraj temple lord varadaraj is actually permal i mean uh, lord vishnu but 
um, in that temple they had this this uh, you know in tamil nadu they have this uh, what is that uh, lizard temple i don't know why they did that you know in in a vishnu temple so these kind of this is called zoomorphism you know equating a, um, an animal to god man to god already is bad eh? now the cre- uh, worshiping animal also is god so this is absolute rubbish now prabhupada explains very important point iha devata denotes a powerful man or demigod of this material world see so this devata also means a powerful man of influence in this world also like for example as they say donald trump is the president of america he is the most powerful man in the world that's what they say so that is a devata also so a powerful man in this world of influence because demigods are basically powerful people of influence of of course much greater influence these are much lesser compared compared to those demigods but they are also classified in that category hmm? but narayana vishnu or krishna the supreme personality of god does not belong to this world there is a beautiful another verse in mukundamala um, stotra we'll go there you see 17th verse we have shown this few times oh i think before we even go here i think there was a mention of that verse where krishna was satisfied with creation of humans 11928 yeah 11928 So, Shreemad Bhagavatam, so it is in, this is verse we are showing in conjunction with the point that we did not create Krishna according to our human uh, idea, but man is made in the image of God and why did he make human form um, resembling his original Satchitananda form? Because actually that form is the most blessed form, because in that form we can completely solve this whole uh, problem of material existence now you see this verse here shrishtva purane vividhani ajayatma shaktyam wait shrishtva purane vividhani ajayatma shaktya vrikshan sari srpa pashun khagadanda shukan taistai ratushta hridaya purusham vidhaya brahma avaloka dhishanam mudamapadevah 11928 the supreme personality of god had expanding his own potency maya shakti created innumerable species of life to house the conditioned souls yet by creating the forms of trees reptiles animals birds snakes and so on the lord was not satisfied within his heart then he created human life which offers the conditioned soul sufficient intelligence to perceive the absolute truth and became pleased that's why humans have a form similar looking similar not similar <laughs> it's flesh and blood here but he is such than in the form but resembling just like a mannequin resembles a real person mannequin is made of plastic or metal but a real person is not made of that but it resembles the shape resembles that so similarly the human body shape resembles that of the supreme lord krishna 
because krishna has special um, soft corn for human beings because in this life we can actually it's a blessing you know in this life we can make a solution to this human life is meant for that all right so going to that verse mukundamala stotra nathe nah purushottame trijagatam ekadhipe chetasa sevye svasya padasya datari pare narayane tishthati yam kanchit purushadhamam katipaya gramesamalpaarthadam sevayai mrigayamahe naramaho moodhavarakavayam o master the personality of godhead narayana who alone rules the three worlds whom one can serve in meditation and who happily shares his personal abode personal domain is manifest before us yet still we beg for the service of some minor lord of a few villages some lowly man who can only meagerly reward us alas what foolish wretches we are these are so called influential people of this world and even demigods gramesham alparthadam for alpartha for some lowly what is that uh, who can only meagerly reward us meager rewards that we get from these devatas whether it means uh, big people in this world or demigods for that matter so we beg for the service of some minor lord of a few villages i mean even though he must be a, a brahma uh, he is the overall overlord of the entire universe what is that compared to millions and trillions of universes uh, as chaitanya mahaprabhu described each universe has like one mustard seed in a bag of mustard seeds which has millions and trillions of mustard seeds inside and this universe is just like one and the whole material world or the whole sack is just one fourth of the total energy of the lord and the three fourths is you know in the spiritual world actually uh, i don't know if some of you can again help me out with this verse where chaitanya mahaprabhu said that let's not talk about the three fourths energy of the lord let's talk about this one fourth energy of the lord because that is beyond our um understanding the, the spiritual world let's talk about this one fourth energy and then he starts talking about it i think it's in madhyalila somewhere um he says like this um the let's not uh, try to even you know talk about the three fourths energy let's talk about the one fourth energy something like that to that effect so then we will look at that verse as well also so so compared with that even a brahma is like a lord of a few villages so of course literally few villages or even to the extent of lord brahma compared with the supreme lord's influence nothing millions of brahmas you know as we know three times in the krishna leela three times two times two times so two times in the krishna leela brahma was bewildered in such a short span of time he was bewildered twice you know for him brahma's time krishna only lived here for 125 years which is like a blink in the time of brahma but even within that time he got bewildered twice once in vrindavan one in dwarka so that um at that time he could see that millions of brahmas you know they were coming and offering their respects to krishna and each having millions of heads and trillions of heads and he was like an ant or a mouse compared to elephants there are all verses are there that i think few few sessions ago i showed that 
సో యూ జస్ సి గ్రామేషం అల్పార్థం ఎట్ వి స్టిల్ బెగ్ ఫర్ ద సర్వీస్ ఆఫ్ సమ్ మైనర్ లాడ్ ఆఫ్ ఫ్యూ విలేజెస్ సమ్ లోలీ మ్యాన్ హూ కెన్ ఓన్లీ మీగలీ రివార్డర్స్ దిస్ రెఫర్స్ టు డెమి గాడ్ వర్షిప్ అండ్ ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ ఈవెన్ బ్రహ్మ ఈస్ జస్ట్ లైక్ ఇన్సిగ్నిఫికెంట్ వాట్ టు స్పీక్ ఆఫ్ అదర్ లోవర్ డెమి గాడ్స్ ఇట్స్ నాట్ దట్ వీ ఆర్ సెయింగ్ దర్ ఓ దేర్ దే ఆర్ యూజ్లెస్ ఫ్లోర్స్ నో ఆఫ్ కోర్స్ నాట్ we have all respect for them because they are great devotees but we don't go and 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 what is that bribe them to get some material benefits usually demigod worship is for material benefits and that's what we are against we, we are not disrespecting the demigods that is again another offense to disrespect the demigods is an offense but to consider them equal to the supreme lord is another offense both sides we have to understand that they are devotees of krishna and give them the proper respect if you go to prabhupada and say oh supreme lord you are the master of the three worlds prabhupada give a tight slap that that is not proper respect to prabhupada we must give prabhupada respect that oh you are the greatest servitor of krishna you know you are preaching chaitanya mahaprabhu's message yeah that is proper proper glorification or if you go to prabhupada and say you are god prabhupada said um, once he was asked are you god the master asked him are you god and he said no he said i am a servant of god then he paused for a while and said i am actually not even a servant of god i am trying to be a servant of god so to uh, because he said servant of god is a very exalted position you know dasa dasanu dasa that's our position so we have to always respect the other dasas who of krishna dasa dasa das das dasanu dasa means all the other dasas all we have to respect so these demigods are great servants of krishna so in that respect we have to give them all respect for that at the same time we should never equate him them to krishna this is vaishnava understanding and proper understanding um coming back to the purport here even um okay but narayana krishna vishnu or krishna the supreme personality of god he does not belong to this world he is above or transcendental to material creation even shripad shankaracharya the leader of the impersonalists maintains that narayana or krishna is beyond this material creation what is that verse narayana paro vyaktat that is actual quote the prabhupada is mentioning here that means he is para avyaktat so vyakta means this manifested material world avyakta means the mahatatva which is unmanifested the pradhana even beyond that is narayan he is way beyond even the remote cause of the material nature however foolish people hritagnana worship the demigods because they want immediate results hritagnana from where this word is used Hmm? Let's see if we have any Yeah, 11722. I actually remember this. Yeah, 11722. Thank you for the comments and, you know, help. 11722 is also about Krishna being pleased with the human form. Ekadvitri chatuspado పాదప 
So, Eka, Dvi, Tri, Chatuspado. The first line you see. Eka means one, Dvi means two, Tri means three, and Chatuspado. One leg. Some uh, others with two, three, four, or more legs, and still others with no legs. But of all these, the human form is actually dear to me. Again. So these two verses. Um, 11.7.22 and 11.9.28 is showing that and it, <laughs> why Krishna is mentioning like this it's not that oh I, I you know like two monkey also has two legs but you see monkey is not very dear to him I mean of course everybody has a, as a as a child is dear but especially human form is dear because there's a chance that's why he not because it, it has a chance in fact he created this body with the facility for chance for self-realization. He is the one who created the law that only human beings can actually inquire about the Absolute Truth. They have the intelligence, sufficient sufficient intelligence to inquire about the Absolute Truth. He was the one who created the whole. So therefore he was happy because... Why he's happy? Because that is a gateway back to him. Because he wants the souls to come back to him. And those in animal life, it is not that they are not dear to him. Every soul is very, very, very dear to the Lord. Huh? But the souls in the animal forms, they are far, far divorced from devotional service. They have become so envious. That's why he says, Tanaham Vishata Kroran Samsareshu Naradhaman Kshipami Ajasram Ashubhan Asuri Shweva Yonishu Asurim Yoni Mapanna Mudha Janmani Janmani Aprapyaiva What is that? 6, 9, 1920, we'll go there. 16, 1920, actually. Maam Tato Yanti See, those who are envious and mischievous, who are the lowest among men, are perpetually cast into the ocean of material existence, into various demoniac species of life. Attaining a repeated birth among the species, amongst the species of demoniac life, O son of Kunti, such persons can never approach me. Gradually they sink down to the most abominable type of existence. So all those people in the subhuman species, all the souls, they are so far divorced from devotional service and surrendered to Krishna that they have brought upon themselves a situation where they have to live like animals and insects and trees and birds and reptiles and suffer greatly. They ask for it. And they're not ready yet to surrender to the Lord. They're far from that. So, he will wait for them to, you know, slowly evolve. But in human form of life, there is a, you know, chance that once and for all they can stop it. And Krishna is expecting all the souls in human form to, you know, take advantage of that situation. And hopefully they will come back to him. When You know, when a father gets some um, feeling that, my rebellious son who has left me and gone away from me for many years if somebody says to him that hey you know what uh, he said something good about you you know if the father hears this from somebody that hey your son said something good about you i heard from him the other day really then the father gets expectation oh wow maybe maybe he will you know come back to me so that that is that is the love of krishna which is why he he is very i mean he is expecting us to come back to him because now is a chance now they can actually rectify their mentality in the human form so that is why they are very dear because they are willing to again come back to him but if after human life they don't come back gone again 
to the animal species so he of course very much regrets this position but he doesn't inter- interfere with our independence although he can change but he he will he wants us to voluntarily come with love not force you know you know held held and hold us by the neck and uh, come surrender to me no he is giving us a chance to voluntarily surrender out of love he he doesn't want any servants to surrender to him and serve him he just wants us to be happy with um, in in love of him you know that's what he wants all right so hritagyana however foolish people hritagyana worship the demigods um because they want immediate results they get the results but do not know that results so obtained are temporary and are meant for less intelligent persons so for this we have some verses from bhagavad gita first we will go to actually we will go to the hritagyana verse 7.20 of bhagavad gita ಕಾಮೈಸ್ತೈಸ್ತೈರ್ಹೃತಜ್ಞಾನಪ್ರಕೃತ್ಯಾಸ್ವಯಾಸ್ಟೋಲನ್ಸ್ಟೋಲನ
you see this 9.20 Traivid Traividyamam soma pahaputa papa Yagyai rishtva Svargatim prarthayante Te punyamasadya surendra lokam Ashnanti divyan divideva bhogan Those who study the Vedas and drink the soma juice Seeking the heavenly planets, worship me indirectly. Purified of sinful reactions, they take birth on the pious heavenly planet of Indra, where they enjoy godly delights. Traividya hmm? refers to the three Vedas, Sama, Yajur and Rig. Traigunya, Vishaya, Veda, Nistraigunya, Bhava Arjuna. Krishna, asking, Krishna is asking them, Arjuna, to rise above the three modes. Vedas usually deal with the three modes and mostly of the Karmakanda section. So rise above this, he is asking Arjuna. Rise above the, these Vedic injunctions. Come to the platform of the real conclusion of the Vedas. Don't, don't just become embroiled in the three modes that the Vedas are dealing with. That is explained in the... We will go to that verse and come back here. 2.45 of Bhagavad Gita. Traigunya Vishayaveda, Nistraigunyo Bhavarjuna, Nirdvandvonitya Sattvastho, Niryoga Kshema Atmavan. The Vedas deal mainly with the subject of the three modes of material nature. O Arjuna, become transcendental to these three modes. Be free from all dualities and from all anxieties for gain and safety and be established in the self. So, this is what he's asking. So, going back there, 920 is this. 921. Tetam Bhuktva Svargalokam Vishalam. Kshine punye martyalokam vishanti evam trai dharmam anuprapanna gatagatam kama kama labhante. When they have thus enjoyed vast heavenly sense pleasure and the results of their pious activities are exhausted, they return to this mortal planet again. Thus, those who seek sense enjoyment by adhering to the principles of the three Vedas achieve only repeated birth and death. Nine twenty-two. So, this is of course about the devotees. He's saying actually there's no need for worshiping any demigods because ananyaschinta yantomam yejana hapariyupasate tesham nityabhi yuktanam yogakshemam vahamyaham. But those who always worship me with exclusive devotion, meditating on my transcendental form, to them I carry what they lack and I preserve what they have. So they don't have to actually go to Krish- uh, to the demigods for uh, material benefits. I can already give them. <coughs> there is nothing difficult for Krishna's devotee to achieve those verses are also there so next verse 9.23 Yepyanya devata bhakta yajante shraddhayan vitaha tepi maameva kaunteya yajante avidhipurvakam those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith actually worship only me O son of Kunti but they do so in a wrong way it's a wrong way of worship so, demigod worship is never supported in the um, Bhagavad Gita. Even <coughs> so, what happens to demigod worshippers? They ultimately go to the planets of the demigods. Swargalokam <coughs> Vishalam. So, Yantideva Vrata Devan. See, those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. See that? That's their end. 
so they go to the among the demigods in the demigod planets what is the highest demigod planet brahma's planet now what happens in brahma's planet ah brahma bhavana loka पुनरावर्तिनोजुन मामुपेत्यतु कौंतेय पुनर्जन्मन विद्यते फ्रॉम द हाईएस्ट प्लैनेट इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड डाउन टू द लोएस्ट आ ब्रह्म भुवन ब्रह्म भुवन मीन्स यू नो ब्रह्मलोक टॉप मोस्ट प्लैनेट इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड फ्रॉम द हाईएस्ट प्लैनेट इन द मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड डाउन टू द लोएस्ट ऑल आर प्लेसेस ऑफ मिजरी वेर इन रिपीटेड बर्थ एंड डेथ टेक प्लेस बट वन हू अटेन्स टू माई अबोर्ड सन ऑफ कुंती नेवर टेक्स बर्थ अगेन so why why people want to worship the demigods is foolish foolish for them to do so huh? so these are the injunctions of and these are the injunctions of uh, bhagavad gita 713 let's look at 713 tribhir gunamaya ir bhavair ebhih sarvam idam jagat mohitam na bhijanati mamebhya param avyayam deluded by the three modes goodness passion and ignorance the whole world does not know me who am above the modes and inexhaustible even the demigods don't know krishna and the demigods are within this material world 18.40 natadaste prithivyam va divideveshu va punah satvam prakriti jairmuktam yadebhi syatribhirgunaih there's no being existing either here or among the demigods in the higher planetary systems which is freed from the these three modes born of material nature whereas the lord is called nirguna that means he is not controlled by the three modes of material nature whereas everybody what is that um tribhirgunai prakriti jair muktam there's nobody nadadasti prithivyam va dividevesu va puna among the demigods or on the earth there is nobody who is beyond the modes of three modes of material nature but harir hi nirgunam sakshat that is explained in the shrimad bhagavatam il 10885 harir hi nirguna sakshat purusha prakrite paraha sasarvadrig upadrashta tambhajan nirguno bhavet Lord Hari however, however has no connection with the material modes he is the supreme personality of godhead the all seeing eternal witness who is transcendental to material nature one who worships him becomes similarly free from the three modes not only does you know krishna is beyond the three uh, three modes but even his worshiper becomes his pure devotee also comes above and similar verse is there also in the first canto 11th chapter 38th verse of shrimad bhagavatam एकदीशनमीश प्रकृतिस्थुण नुज्यते सदात्मस्थर्यथाबुद्धिस्तदाश्रया दिस् इज द डिविटी ऑफ द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड ही इज नॉट एफेक्टेड बाय द क्वालिटीज ऑफ मेटीरियल नेचर इवन दो ही इज इन कॉन्टैक्ट विद दैम सिमिलरली द डिवोटीज हू हेव टेकन शेल्टर ऑफ द लॉर्ड डू नॉट बिकम इन्फ्लुएंस बाय द मेटीरियल क्वालिटीज सी दैट ऑल राइट सो कमिंग बैक टू अ पॉइंट however foolish people hritagnana worship the demigods because they want immediate results they get the results they do get the results 
but do not know that results so obtained are temporary and are meant for less intelligent persons the intelligent person in is in krishna consciousness and he has no need to worship the paltry demigods for some immediate temporary benefit let's look at some of the kinds of benefits for example to have some example of what kind of benefits we can get from the demigods shrimad bhagavatam 2 3 2 through 7 so i'm not going to read all the sanskrit we'll read the english there are six verses here one who desires to be absorbed in the impersonal brahma jyoti fulgens should worship the master of the vedas lord brahma or brahaspati the learned priest one who desires powerful sex should worship the heavenly king indra and one who desires good progeny should worship the great great progenitors called the prajapatis one who desires good fortune should worship durga devi the superintendent of the material world one desiring to be very powerful should worship fire and one who aspires only after money should worship the vasus one should worship the rudra incarnations of lord shiva if he wants to be a great hero one who wants a large stock of grains should worship aditi one who desires to attain the heavenly planets should worship the sons of aditi one who desires a worldly kingdom should worship vishwadeva and one who wants to be popular with the general mass of people should worship the sadhya demigod one who desires a long span of life should worship the demigods known as ashwini kumaras and a person desiring a strongly built body should worship the earth one who desires stability in his post should worship the horizon and the earth combined one who desires to be beautiful should worship the beautiful residents of the gandharva planet and one who desires a good wife should worship the apsaras and urvashi urvashi society girls of the heavenly kingdom one who desires domination over others should worship lord brahma uh, the head of the universe one who desires tangible fame should worship the part personality of godhead and one who desires a good bank balance should worship the demigod varuna <coughs> If one desires to be a greatly learned man he should worship lord shiva and if one desires a good marital relation he should worship the chaste goddess uma the wife of lord shiva an interesting thing is one who desiring a strongly built body should worship the earth you know and i say no i mean all these bodybuilders they don't worship the earth but actually if you see they lift weights and lifting means you're working against the gravity of the earth that's a crude way of worshiping the earth so that is the physical way of doing it and you know make, taking advantage of the earth to build the muscles and do all the push ups and pull ups and you know lifting weights and all that so that is a basically mm, taking advantage of the earth the gravity gravitational force of the earth and in a much more subtle way <clears throat> uh, by worshiping the earth um demi- i mean the presiding deity of the earth one can also get all these powers so that is by a worship method by by it's a more subtle method than the physical um, work so everything there is a subtle way of doing it and gross way of doing it so in this way all the demigods you see this but it is said one who is really intelligent broad minded he should do this 2.3.10 अकामह सर्वकामो वा मोक्षकाम उदारधीः तीव्रेण भक्ति योगेन यजेत पुरुषं परम् 
a person who has broader intelligence, whether he be full of all material desire, without any material desire, or desiring liberation, must by all means worship the supreme whole, the personality of Godhead. See that? A broader intelligent person, full of material desire, without any who's one full of material desire? You know, the karmis. They want to fulfill material desires. Or if he has no material desire, like devotees, they don't have any material desire. Their only one desire is to serve Krishna. And finally, those who desire liberation. They're also, you know, kamis. Bhukti Mukti Siddhi Kami. So they're all desiring something. They're not desiring the pleasure of the Lord. They're desiring their own pleasure in different ways. So they're all kamis. Uh, not karmis. Karmis is kamis. Kamis means one who are interested in satisfying themselves in different way, whether it's satisfying their gross senses or their mind or intelligence that way. <clears throat> but if even if one wants material or spiritual desire or no desire, he must by all means worship the supreme whole, the personality of Godhead, because there is good fortune in that. What ha happens to a person, the difference between um, demigod worship and Krishna worship, as the other day I told, we ask from demigods, even if we ask wrong things, they will give because we asked for them. Their attendance of karma, whatever the worshipper asks, they have to give. That is their job. So, and sometimes it is harmful for us. Just like a child, if he goes to, um, I mean in India this is possible, in other countries, or even, let's say above 18, and if he goes to the convenience store and buys a cigarette packet, if he pays the money, he will get the cigarette packet. But if he asks his father about the cigarette packet, that he wants one, if he's a good father, then he will actually slap him. Come on, you know. What are you, what are you asking for? You're asking for something which will hurt you. So that is love. Uh, so sometimes, when a devotee asks the Supreme Lord for certain things, the Lord may not immediately give, will not give it so easily, if he, because the Lord actually cares for our welfare. But the demigods, they don't care. Attendance of karma. And even the devotees of the Lord, they care. The pure devotees, the preachers, they care about the, the well-being of everybody. But the demigods, they just have to do their duty. They just do their duty like that. And they give whatever the worshipper asks for. So this is explained here. Eleven to six. Eleven to six of Bhagavatam. Bhajanti ye yatha devan deva apitathaivatan chayeva karma sachivaha sadhavodina vatsalaha. Those who worship the demigods receive reciprocation from the demigods in a way just corresponding to the offering. The demigods are attendants of karma like a person's shadow, but sadhus are actually merciful to the fallen. Demigods are actually not merciful. They, they just give whatever you want. But even if it is bad for you, if you ask for it, they will give. That is their position. They, they behave like that. But sadhus, the preachers, the devotees, uh, they are actually merciful to the fallen. They actually care for the benefit of everyone. What to speak of the Supreme Lord? If even his devotees are caring so much, what to speak of the Supreme Lord? He cares so much. That's why the Lord, this is how he behaves when... 
when people come to him with materialistic um, desires first of all he calls them sukritina 7.16 of bhagavad gita chaturvidha bhajante mam janah sukritino arjuna arto jigyasur arthartha gyani cha bharatarshabha oh best among the bharatas four kinds of pious men begin to render devotional service unto me the distressed the desirer of wealth the inquisitive and he who is searching for knowledge of the absolute so sometimes the distress will go to the demigod but if he is pious he will come he is really pious then he will come to krishna even for material desire so he says sukritina at least they are pious although they have come for the wrong reason to me but they have come to me which then i will take care of how to <laughs> you know um bring them back to me so this is how krishna does it shrimad bhagavatam 5 satyam dishatyarthitamarthito nirnam naivarthado yat punararthitayatah svayam vidhatte bhajatam anichatam ichcha pidhanam nijapadapallavam the supreme personality of godhead fulfills the material desires of a devotee who approaches him with such motives but he does not bestow benedictions upon the devotee that will cause him to demand more benedictions again this is how he does it however the lord willingly gives the shelter devotee shelter at his own lotus feet even though such a person does not aspire for it and that shelter satisfies all his desires that is the supreme personality's special mercy and this was um shown in the uh, past time of dhruva maharaj as you can see here when dhruva maharaj um was you know praying to uh, lord vishnu because he wanted a very great kingdom greater than lord brahma also and he prayed very hard you know he did so much tapasya that in 6 months he saw the lord and after seeing the lord you know just imagine how great his tapasya was and this is all explained in the fourth canto of how he did it it's unimaginable in 6 months a f- small 5 year old boy saw lord vishnu with his meditation then he said this after he saw him saw the lord मधुलीला चेतन चरितामृतम 22.42 स्थानाभिलाषी तपसिस्थितोहम त्वां प्राप्तवान् देवमुनीन्द्र गुह्यम काचं विचिन्वन् अपि दिव्यरत्नम् स्वामिन् कृतार्थोस्मि वरं न याचे when he was being blessed by the supreme personality of godhead <coughs> dhruva maharaj said <coughs> oh my lord because i was seeking an opulent material position I was performing severe types of penance and austerity now I have gotten you who are very difficult for the great demigods saintly persons and kings to attain I was searching after a piece of glass but instead I have found a most valuable jewel therefore I am so satisfied that I do not wish to ask any benediction from you so you see how he has completely lost interest in everything else corresponding to that verse from mukundamala stotra prithvi renarun renuranu payamsi kanikaha phalgus what is that spulingo lagus so for the for the the whole earth becomes like a speck of dust huh? so that is like that is exactly how dhruva maharaj felt he 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 wanted to become this big overlord of the entire universe but then after seeing the lord then he found ah oh, it's not even worth it 
to see the lord is so much more satisfying than to become the ruler of the entire universe so this is actual uh, effect of worshiping krishna even for material desire <clears throat> okay coming back to the purport here the intelligent person in krishna consciousness sorry the intelligent person is in krishna consciousness and he has no need to worship the paltry demigods for some immediate temporary benefit the demigods of this material world as well as their worshipers will vanish with the annihilation of this material world the boons of the demigods are material and temporary but the material worlds and their inhabitants including the demigods and their worshipers are bubbles in the cosmic ocean look at that the material worlds and their inhabitants including the demigods and their worshipers are bubbles in the cosmic ocean they just vishnu is breathing and like bubbles all the universes are coming and all these demigods and humans and everybody is manifesting and I, when he's inhaling everything is just gone it's like bubbles in the cosmic ocean in this world however human society is mad after temporary things such as the material opulence of possessing land family and enjoyable paraphernalia to achieve such temporary things people worship the demigods or powerful men in human society again the reference to powerful man in human society is made here that means devata also means this so if a man gets some ministership in the government by worshiping a political leader he considers that he has achieved a great boon so this is also boon huh a man gets some minute ministership in the government by worshiping a political leader he considers that he has achieved a great boon all of them are therefore kowtowing to the so called leaders or big guns in order to achieve temporary boons and they indeed achieve such things they do such foolish men are not interested in krishna consciousness for the permanent solution to the hardships of material existence they are all after sense grad- sense enjoyment and to get a little facility for sense enjoyment they are attracted to worship empowered living entities known as demigods gramesham alparthadam lord of a few villages This verse indicates that people are rarely interested in Krishna consciousness they are mostly interested in material enjoyment and therefore they worship some powerful living entity they are rarely interested in Krishna consciousness so there is explained in the chaitanya charitamrita madhya leela 19 chapter okay we'll go to the index you see this gradation of living entities here although the living entities are known as human beings are very small in quantity that division may be still further subdivided for there are many uncultured human beings like mlechas pulindas baudhas and shabras okay we'll go one verse earlier the unlimited living entities so madhya 19.144 i think all way, all the way through 148 or 9 now you see this the unlimited living entities can be divided into two divisions 
those that can move and those that cannot move among living entities that can move there are birds aquatics and animals although the living entities known as human beings are very small in quantity that division may be still further subdivided for there are many uncultured human beings like mlechas pulindas bauddhas and shabaras among human beings that means these people actually are out of vedic culture they don't even follow any vedic culture mlechas pulindas bauddhas and shabaras among human beings those who are followers of the vedic principles are considered civilized among these almost half simply give lip service while committing all kinds of sinful activities against these principles such people do not care for the regulatory principles among the followers of vedic knowledge most are following so now half give lip service now the rest half they follow so among those followers of vedic knowledge most are following the process of fruitive activity and distinguishing between good and bad work so they worship demigods and all this out of many such sincere fruitive actors <coughs> there may be one who is actually wise out of many millions of such wise men one may actually become liberated and out of many millions of such liberated persons a pure devotee of lord krishna is very difficult to find then this 149 is um, actually bhagavatam verse 6.14.5 because the devotee of lord krishna is desireless he is peaceful oh no sorry not this oh the next one sorry now so 149 is a very often quoted verse by shri prabhupad krishna bhakta nishkam ata eva shanta bhukti mukti siddhi kami sakali ashanta because the devotee of lord krishna is desireless he is peaceful fruitive workers desire material enjoyment gyanis desire liberation and yogis desire material opulence therefore they are all lusty and cannot be peaceful so this is the that's why a devotee is very very um, as it is said here rarely interested in krishna consciousness uh, so a few more verses from the 11 11th canto which gives us Uh, more information about these demigod worshippers a little bit so we'll go there first there is this verse from the 10th canto 10.88.11 krishna is saying this ato mam sudur aradhyam hetvanyan bhajate janah ततस्त आशुतोषेभ्यो लब्धराज्यश्रियोद्धता मत्त प्रमत्ता वरदान विस्मयंत्यवजानते बिकॉज आई एम डिफिकल्ट टू वर्शिप पीपल जनरली अवॉइड मी एंड इंस्टेड वर्शिप अदर डेटीज हु आर क्विकली सैटिस्फाइड वन पीपल रिसीव किंगली ऑप्युलेंसेस फ्रॉम दीज डेटीज दे बिकम एरोगेंट इंटॉक्सिकेटेड विथ प्राइड एंड नेग्लेक्टफुल ऑफ देयर ड्यूटीज they dare to offend even the demigods who have bestowed benedictions upon them this is the case what happens to demigod worshipers usually then we have some other verses which also highlight more things this is from the shrimad bhagavatam 11th canto 5th chapter you see this okay actually before we go here we'll go to the second chapter of bhagavad gita where this is also explained 2.42 and 43 of bhagavad gita yami mam pushpitam vacham pravadanta vipaschitah vedavadarata parthan nanyadasti tivadinah kamatmana swargapara 
जन्मकर्मफलप्रदाम क्रियाविशेष बहुलाम भोगैश्वर्य गति प्रति मैन ऑफ स्मॉल नॉलेज आर वेरी मच अटैच्ड टू द फ्लावरी वर्ड्स ऑफ द वेदर्स विच रेकमेंड वेरियस फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज फॉर एलिवेशन टू हेवनली प्लैनेट्स रिजल्ट इन गुड बर्थ पावर एंड सो फोर्थ बींग डिजायरस ऑफ सेंस ग्रेटिफिकेशन इन ऑप्यूलेंट लाइफ दे से दैट देर इज नथिंग मोर देन दिस दिस इज सो कॉल्ड वैदिक फॉलोअर्स वेदवाद रथा so similar this reference to this kind of people are given here ignorant of the art of work such arrogantly proud fools enchanted and enlivened by the sweet words of the vedas pose as learned authorities and offer flattering entreaties to the demigods first of all what is the art of work बुद्धियुक्त जहाती उभे सुकृत दुष्कृते तस्मायुज्यस्वयोगकर्मसुकौशल टू डॉट फिफ्टी ऑफ भगवदगीता अ मैन इज एंगेज सॉरी अ मैन एंगेज इन डिवोशनल सर्विस रिड्स हिमसेल्फ ऑफ बोथ गुड एंड बैड एक्शन इन इवन इन दिस लाइफ देर फॉर स्ट्राइव फॉर योग विच इज द आर्ट ऑफ ऑल वर्क दिस इज द आर्ट ऑफ वर्क मीन्स वी हैव टू गेट रिड ऑफ ऑल कर्मा नैष्कर्म्यम दैट इज ओनली पॉसिबल बाय कृष्ण भक्ति so there is buddhi yoga or bhakti yoga so devotional service gives that facility what is that aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshesham masucha i'll rid you of all sinful reactions actually every every reaction every active action in this material world is sinful even the so called pious because anything that is against krishna consciousness is actually sinful so is this a de- different degrees of sinful life but some are you know given the name pious but unless one is actually krishna conscious there is nothing there is no auspiciousness in that work so the real art of all work is to become krishna conscious and offer all the results to krishna there is also explained in 39 yagnyarthat karmano nyatra loko yam karma bandhana tadartham karma kaunteyam mukta sanga samachara work done as a sacrifice for vishnu has to be performed otherwise work causes bondage in this material world Therefore O son of Kunti perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction and in that way you will always remain free from bondage so this is again the art of work how what to do work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be done otherwise work causes bondage in this material world so we have to get free from this bondage of good and bad and another verse also which is 9.27 in the Bhagavad Gita यकोषि यदशनासी यजुहोषि ददासी यपस्सी कौंते यदर्पणम वडव यू डू वडव यू ईट वडव यू ऑफर और गिव अवे एंड वडव ऑस्टरिटीज यू परफॉर्म डू दैट ओसन ऑफ कुंती एज एन ऑफरिंग टू मी सो दिस इज द आर्ट ऑफ वर्क फॉर दोज यू डू नॉट एक्सेप्ट दिस इग्नोरेंट ऑफ द आर्ट ऑफ वर्क सच एरोगेंटली प्राउड फूल्स एंड एंड एनलिवन बाय द स्वीट वर्ड्स ऑफ द वेदर्स pose as learned authorities and offer flattering entreaties to the demigods due to the influence of the mode of passion the materialistic followers of the vedas become subject to violent desires and are excessively lusty their anger is like that of a snake deceitful overly proud and sinful in their behavior they mock the devotees who are dear to lord achyuta this is another feature of demigod worship they mock at the devotees huh? who 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 are worshiping krishna lord achyuta 
Next, 11.5.8. The materialistic followers of the Vedic rituals giving up the worship of the Lord instead practically worship their wives. <laughs> and thus their homes become dedica de dedicated to sex life. Although they are actually worshipping so-called demigods, but actually they are worshipping their wives. Because they just want sex life. And they just want, and they worship the demigods so that their sex life is not disturbed. And that's the whole thing. Huh? <coughs> their family, th th that's all they are concerned with. You know? so that's why it is said. These are strong words. Strong words. If you, if you, let us see the Sanskrit. Vadandite nyonyam upasita striyo. Upasita striyo. who are engaged in worshipping women. Upasanam means worship, striya. They worship their wives. These are very harsh words, but you know, this is the actual truth. Such materialistic householders encourage one another in such whimsical behaviour. Understanding rituals, ritualistic sacrifice as a necessary item for bodily maintenance, they performed unauthorised ceremonies in which there is no distribution of foodstuff or charity to the brahmanas and other respectable persons. Instead, they cruelly slaughter animals such as goats without any understanding of the dark consequences of their activities. We have seen that verse nine, the Bhagavad Gita 17.13, you remember? When there is no distribution of prasadam, it is a sacrifice in the mode of ignorance. Vidhihinam asrishtanam mantrahinam madakshinam Shraddhavirahitam yagyam tamasamparichakshate Any sacrifice performed without regard for the directions of scripture, without distribution of prasadam, scriptural food, uh, sorry, spiritual food, without chanting of Vedic hymns and remunerations to the priests, and without faith is considered to be the mode of ignorance. So they do all these things. 11.5.9 The intelligence of cruel-minded persons is blinded by <coughs> false pride. <coughs> based on great wealth, opulence, prestigious family connections, education, renunciation, personal beauty, physical strength and successful performance of Vedic rituals. <coughs> Their intelligence is blinded, you see, <coughs> by false pride based on these things. Being intoxicated with this false pride, such cruel persons blaspheme the Supreme Personality of Godhead and His devotees. This is the feature. This is the great risk of demigod worship. Usually they blaspheme. Even to say that demigods and Krishna are all same, that is itself a blasphemy. It starts there and it goes even further. They blaspheme even the devotees. Hmm. See, the personality of Godhead is eternally situated within the heart of every embodied being. Still the Lord remains situated apart, just as the sky which is all-pervading does not mix with anything, any material object. Thus the Lord is a supreme worshipable object and the absolute controller of everything. He is elaborately glorified in the Vedic literature, but those who are bereft of intelligence do not like to hear about Him. They prefer to waste their time discussing their own mental concoctions which inevitably deal with gross material sense gratifications such as sex life and meat-eating. Then we have a um, little more information in the 21st chapter here.
you see this from here 11 21 onwards those statements of scripture promising fruitive rewards do not prescribe the ultimate good for men but are merely enticements for executing beneficial religious duties like promises of candy spoken to induce a child to take beneficial medicine so we have given this example many times that a child has to be administered medicine but he does not like to take it so he is given some candy so that he will take it and then give them given the medicine so similarly though nobody wants to worship vishnu in this material world they are more or less we have come here because of our uh, desire to go against him so everybody here is averse to him so to at least somehow or other make them worship lord vishnu these yagyas are mentioned where they can go to heavenly planets and they worship these demigods and get their things their desirable things um, you know achieve their desirable things so for that there there are yagna performances recommended but in that yagna performance every yagna that we have to do even for demigods there has to be worship of vishnu and then the share of that sacrifice that prasadam is given to the demigods and that's how the demigod is actually worshiped so every demigod worship must contain vishnu worship so in other words they are being led to worship vishnu by giving them the candy of heavenly pleasure the medicine is actually worshiping vishnu that is the real deal but they don't take that as the real goal of their yagna they consider the heavenly planets you know those are the as the real benefit just like a child he does not know that the medicine is that real thing that will cure him he thinks that candy will make him happy so like that next simply by material birth human beings become attached with within their minds to personal sense gratification long duration of life sense activities bodily strength sexual potency and friends and family their minds are thus absorbed in that which defeats their actual self interest um those ignorant of their real self interest are wandering on the path of material existence gradually heading toward darkness why would the vedas further encourage them in sense gratification if they all the foolish submissively pay heed to vedic injunctions this is the question why would the vedas further encourage them no in sense gratification if they all the foolish submissively pay heed to vedic injunctions if they are submissive to vedas if they are doing the yagyas and why are the vedas recommending these things actually they are submissive because the vedas are promising something which they want that's why they becoming submissive anyway we will read it um 11 2126 persons with perverted intelligence do not understand this actual purpose of vedic knowledge and instead propagate as the highest vedic truth the flowery statements of the vedas that promise material rewards those in actual knowledge of the vedas never speak in that way those in actual knowledge of the vedas never speak in that way those who are full of lust avarice and greed mistake mere flowers to be actual fruit of life bewildered by the glare of fire and suffocated by its smoke they cannot recognize their own true identity my dear uddhava persons dedicated to sense gratification obtained through honoring the vedic rituals cannot understand that i am situated in everyone's heart and that the entire universe is non different from me and emanates from me indeed they are just like persons who are i whose eyes are covered by fog now concerning this fog there is a verse so see demigod worshipers are like people whose eyes are covered with fog whereas devotees
केचित् केवल या भक्त्या वासुदेवपरायणा अघम धुन्वन्ति कात्सन्येन नीहारम्मिव भास्करः 6.1.15 Only a rare person who has adopted complete unalloyed devotional service to Krishna can uproot the weeds of sinful actions with no possibility that they will revive. He can do this simply by discharging devotional service just as the sun can immediately dissipate fog by its rays. Whereas the demigod worshippers are completely covered by fog. Whereas the devotees, Krishna Surya Sama, just as the sun comes up, all the fog is dissipated by devotional service. They are free of this fog and therefore they can actually see things as they are, not the demigod worshippers at all. Those who are sworn to sense gratification cannot understand the confidential conclusion of Vedic knowledge as explained by me. You see that? 11.21.29 and 30. Taking pleasure in violence, they cruelly slaughter innocent animals in sacrifice for their own sense gratification and thus worship demigods, forefathers and leaders among ghostly creatures. Such passion for violence, however, is never encouraged within the process of Vedic sacrifice. Such a foolish businessman See, they are actually businessmen. They worship the demigods. They are not in, really interested in the demigods. They are interested in the rewards that they can get from him. So they want this business transaction. What I can get? What is a business transaction? You pay something and then you get your product or you know you do business. You're, yes, there is sometimes, you know, like uh, the, when somebody wants a business partner or some client or whatever, he will take him out and you know give him food and you know like it's kind of a mini worship. But it's not that he has love for him. He wants that business deal. So that's what he actually wants. So similarly, these demigod worshippers are like businessmen. They just want this, you know, uh, reward in exchange for their worship. Such a foolish, just as a foolish businessman gives up his real wealth in, in useless business speculation, foolish persons give up all that is actually valuable in life and instead pursue promotion to material heaven, which although pleasing to hear about, is actually unreal, just like a dream. Such bewildered persons imagine within their hearts that they will achieve all material blessings. Those established in material passion, goodness and ignorance worship the particular demigods and other deities headed by Indra who manifest the same modes of passion, ignorance and uh, passion, goodness or ignorance. They fail however to properly worship me. You know, the actually this is explained a little bit in the CC, CC Madhya 24, 330. Okay, let's actually search, it's easier to go over this way. Madhya 24330. You see this. In material consciousness, however, even one who is situated in the mode of goodness is susceptible to pollution by the modes of passion and ignorance. When the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of passion, one worships the sun god, Vivaswan. When the mode of goodness is mixed with the mode of ignorance, one worships Ganapati or Ganesh. When the mode of passion is mixed with the mode of ignorance, 
one worships durga or kali the external potency when one is simply in the mode of ignorance one becomes a devotee of lord shiva because lord shiva is the predominating deity of the mode of ignorance within the material world however when one is completely free from the influence of all the modes of material nature one becomes a pure vaishnava on the devotional platform anyabhilashita shunyam gyana karma dyanavritam anukulyena krishnanushilanam bhaktiruttama one should render devotional transcendental loving service to the supreme lord krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities of philosophical speculation that is called pure devotional service the worshipers of the demigods think going back to the 1121 chapter the worshipers of the demigods think we shall worship the demigods in this life and by our sacrifices we shall go to heaven and enjoy there when that enjoyment is finished we shall return to this world and take birth as great householders in aristocratic families <laughs> being excessively proud and, and greedy such persons are bewildered by the flowery words of the vedas they are not attracted to topics about me the supreme lord the vedas divided into three divisions ultimately reveal the living entity as pure spirit soul the vedic seers and mantras however deal in esoteric terms and i am also i also am pleased by such confidential descriptions The transcendental sound of the Vedas is very difficult to comprehend and manifests on different levels within the prana senses and mind the Vedic sound is unlimited very deep and unfathomable just like the ocean anyway this is going to other other topics so you see that and let's see actually what is in heavenly life because everybody like uh, curious how how heavenly planets are and um, i think it's 11 11.3.20, I think. Or 11.9.20. I think 11.3.20. Yeah. 11.3.20 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Evam lokam param vidyan nashvaram karma nirmitam satulyatishayadhamsam yathamandala vartinam. one cannot find permanent happiness even on the heavenly planets which one can attain in the next life by ritualistic ceremonies and sacrifices even in material heaven the living entity is disturbed by rivalry with his equals and envy of those superior to him and since one's residence in heaven is finished with the exhaustion of pious fruitive activities the denizens of heaven are afflicted by fear anticipating the destruction of their heavenly life thus they resemble kings who though enviously admired by ordinary citizens are constantly harassed by enemy kings and who therefore never attain actual happiness the same things which we see in this world are there also in the heaven rivalry with his equals and we of those superior to him <clears throat> and there's risk of and always waiting when they will fall down from heaven all these things are there shridhar swami is quoting from chandogya upanishad 8.1.6 tad yatheha karma chito loka kshiyate evam evam evamutrapunyachito loka kshiyate one's present status of material pleasure the result of one's previous work will eventually be vanquished by time similarly although by executing pious activities one will be elevated to a higher status in the next life that future situation will also be vanquished see that and this is heavenly life this is demigod worships therefore we have to only worship krishna that is that's why he said in the bhagavad gita mam ekam sharanam braja you surrender to me means absolute exclusivity without any 
सर्वधर्मान् परित्यज्यं मामेकं शरणं व्रज अहं त्वां सर्व पापेभ्यो मोक्षयिष्यामि मासुचः अबँडन ऑल वरायटीज ऑफ रिलीजन एंड जस्ट सरेंडर ऑन टू मी आई शैल डिलीवर यू फ्रॉम ऑल सिनफुल रिएक्शंस डू नॉट फियर माम एकम मींस मी अलोन मी अलोन ऑल राइट सो वी विल स्टॉप हियर एनी क्वेश्चंस और कमेंट्स ऑन दिस टॉपिक Actually, this is a very nice verse quoted in the Skanda Puran, quoted from the Skanda Puran in the CC Madhya 24.330. So, thank you again for that comment. Um, we will take it out. What is that? Vasudevam Parityajya. Vasudevam Parityajya. This is also from twenty-four three hundred and thirteen. It's a very long purport of this. It's a very important purport. See, it is stated in the Skanda Puran. Vasudevam parityajya yonyadevam upasate swama swamataram parityajya swapachim vandate hisaha. A person who worships the demigods and gives up Lord Vasudeva is like a man who gives up the protection of his mother for the shelter of a witch. So there's another um, let's give me a moment You see this one dot two dot twenty six. This is for the devotees. Mumukshavo ghora rupan hitva bhutapati natha nara yana kalaha shanta bhajanti yana su yavaha. Those who are serious about liberation are certainly non-envious, and they respect all. Yet they reject the horrible and ghastly forms of the demigods and worship only the all blissful forms of Lord Vishnu and his plenary portions. All right. <clears throat> yeah, this is another good verse. Madhya. C C. Madhya, twenty dot hundred and forty-five. Oh, this is from where? This is a verse from Padma Puran.
व्यामोहाय चराचर से जगत ते ते फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन बाय भक्त प्रसाद प्रसाद परमाशिवन परमाशिवन क्वेश्चन हरे कृष्णा माय डियर प्रभु शुड डेमी गॉड वर्शिप बी टोटली अवॉइडेड और दे स्टिल शुड बी रेस्पेक्टेड एंड वर्शिप्ड सो वी हैव ऑलरेडी आंसर्ड दिस रेस्पेक्टेड रेस्पेक्ट इज देयर बट नो वर्शिप सो इन द ऑल्टर टू बी वेरी क्लियर सो इन द ऑल्टर इन द होम दे शुड बी एब्सोल्युटली नो डेमी गॉड्स ओनली द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर and the parampara guru parampara the five acharyas um then the six goswamis panchatatva or gaurnita like that and then radha krishna jagannath narsim pralad narsim that's it no no demigods in the altar at all so of course when the you know when we pass by a demigod temple or something we can chant the particular verse glorifying not glorifying from brahma samhita where the role of such a demigod in relation to vishnu is mentioned so it is good to learn those verses from brahma samhita so that will be good so there are many verses in brahma samhita from 44th verse onwards all about demigods durga shiva um brahma ganesh indra surya all of them there are verses for them so you can learn them and you can give them offer them respect as great vaishnavas that's it so at home or any in any way there has to be absolutely no demigod worship that is the proper way according to shastra next question by bhaktin puja how power comes in mantra so first of all mantra the vedic mantras are already powerful because they are the words of krishna vedo narayana sakshat but the thing is when we chant those verses we have to know the meaning of those verses that is that we have shown 11 21 15 that mantrasya i mean if there is no what is that exact word if we don't know the meaning and then we just chant the verses you know because the whole point of why these mantras are there is to influence our consciousness na because we have to <coughs> remember krishna at the time of death so all these mantras and all these words have to help us remember smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavyo na jatu chit that's the whole point of these things so if we are chanting some sounds and then we don't know what those sounds mean <coughs> how how are we going to <coughs> of course still it is said punya shravana kirtanam it is still pious to hear but not much if we don't understand 
मंत्रस्य परिज्ञानम् मंत्रस्य च परिज्ञानम् कर्मशुद्धिर मदरपनम् धर्मसंपद्यतेशद्भिर अधर्मस्तुविपर्ययः अ मंत्र इज प्यूरिफाइड मंत्रा इज प्यूरिफाइड व्हेन चांटेड विथ प्रॉपर नॉलेज सो दैट इज द एक्चुअल थिंग वी वांटेड टू से नेक्स्ट भक्तवेरेंद्र it will be a statement and then question mark, I think. <laughs> Lord Krishna was born to Devaki and Vasudeva in the Mathura jail. Was Vasudeva Krishna and was responsible in killing demons sent by Kamsa to Vrindavan. It was Vasudeva Krishna who left Vrindavan and resided in Mathura and in Dwarka. However, however, it was the Shamsundar form of Krishna who never left Vrindavan and performed pastimes with residents of Raja. Is it correct? So, yes. So, anyway, Krishna or his Vasudeva expansion... There's not nothing different. Our main thing is, you know, we have to chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> next by Bhakta Venkatesh. Hare Krishna Prabhu, but I heard Hanuman as next Indra. Is it true? Or any reference is there to say Bali Maharaj? Who told you Hanuman is going to be the next Indra? Next. Let's take out. Who is next Indra now? Debate. Let's see if anything is mentioned here. Not this. I think the eighth condo will be there. Um Maybe someone can help me with this verse. Actually, it's in the 8th canto where Lord Vamana assures him that he will be the next Indra. You know what, I'm unable to exactly locate that verse now. Mm. Maybe somebody can help me out with this in the comments. That Bali will be the next Indra. Ah, we got it. 8.22.31 Okay, here. 8.22.31 it is stated here 
the lord continued yeah 8.22-31 the lord continued because of his great tolerance i have given him a place not obtainable even by the demigods he will become king of the heavenly planets during the period of the manu known as savarni after this after this in after this manu vaivasata manu so next verse until bali maharaj achieves the position of king of heaven he shall live on the planet sutala which was made by vishwakarma according to my order because it is especially protected by me it is free from mental and bodily miseries fatigue dizziness defeat and all other disturbances bali maharaj you may now go live there peacefully so this is the reference from bhagavatam there's no such thing as hanuman becoming indra and all hmm? all right next question bhakta virendra what happens to of those who establish deity altar in which he worships krishna deity along with demigods such as devi ganesh and lingam so they won't advance very much because they're against going against the instructions of the vedas so they have to give up you have to give up this demigod worships hmm? next and uh, gerg i don't know I'm, i don't know how to pronounce his name from hungary i think gergeli shabados i'm sorry if i pronounce your name wrong isn't vaishnava only if they chant pure or that's acharya already no vaishnava everybody is vaishnava even if he is chanting in aparad stage he may be kanishta vaishnava but he is still vaishnava so a pure there's three stages of chanting naam aparad so naam aparad uh, naam abhas and shuddha naam so naam aparad is the offensive stage and then there is abhas and then shuddha naam then yes but all are vaishnav kanishta madhyama uttama so like that pure devotee yes he can chant shuddha naam so until then he is still a vaishnav but not to the topmost degree yet bhakta virendra george harrison a great devotee never took initiation from shri prabhupad but because of his service to prabhupad's movement he attained golok dham as said by shri prabhupad how an uninitiated devotee like george harrison attained golok dham it is not that said that he attained golok dham but he has definitely progressed um, prabhupad um, he very much appreciated the contribution of um, george harrison so much even um, by singing and also by monetary contribution but he was not to the point where he was following all the regulatory principles very strictly which is why he actually did not initiate him and um, but he encouraged him that you are my like un- uninitiated disciple so he just encouraged him like that but actually george harrison um, they were not really completely following the regulatory principles later on i think he became more serious also but all the whole uh, he appreciated but to go to golokdham that is that is a serious uh, thing you know <clears throat> next question by prema bhakti mataji do ghosts get attracted to people who are chanting because that will give them salvation the thing is ghost chanting will give salvation to everybody but just why the atheists for example or those who are averse to god they don't like chanting although it actually purifies them they are against such chanting so similarly ghosts are such kind of creatures usually they can't really stand the holy name of the lord they are actually very sinful creatures usually they are very envious offensive so that's why actually they ended up as a ghost sometimes you know they have a little bit of a better mentality um but usually they are very much 
I mean, better mentality means compared to the other ghosts, not really like a human being. So, but still, they are usually envious creatures. So, usually they will go away from that chanting. The next question by Bhakta Virendra is worshipping Nagas or serpents in zoomorphism? Yeah, you can call it like that. Yes. They worship snakes. Correct. Um, oh, verse on the one fourth energy. Okay, this one. Madhya 21.57. This is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is saying that. Um, let's talk about the material universe because the spiritual universe is way beyond. I mean, completely impossible to speak about. 21.57. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhulila. Tripad Vibhuti Krishnair Vakya Agochar Ekpad Vibhutir Shunaha Vistar. The three fourths part of Lord Krishna's energy is beyond our speaking power. Let us therefore hear elaborately about the remaining one fourth of his energy. So that is how the Bhagavatam is also structured. We have some information of the spiritual world, but mostly information of this material world, but in relation with Krishna and and his incarnations, his devotees in this universe, in you know, and that too, even in this, usually in this kalpa of Brahma. So like that. So actually, if you really want to delineate all the pastimes of the Lord, it is impossible to compile. I mean, even Anantasesh is trying for millions and trillions of years to narrate all the pastimes with his thousands of mouths. But still, he cannot reach an end at all. Not even close. So this is the glimpse of the real glory of the Lord. <clears throat> so what to speak of the three-fourths? Even in this one-fourth, we can't even speak of this one day of Brahma, this pastimes in this one day of Brahma, which... Ramayana, for example, is one billion verses long in Brahmaloka. Just Ramayana alone, in that one incarnation. And what to speak, every incarnation has so many nuances, minute details of each and every pastime. Even Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami says in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that I, the, the pastimes that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu performs in one day, every day, uh, is impossible to write even in voluminous books. So what this Chaitanya Charitamrita is, is just a very, very small droplet in the ocean of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes. Even one day of pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, that is also explained in one of the verses in Chaitanya Charitamrita itself. Even one day of pastimes cannot be finished by Anantadev, even if he goes on for millions of years. How? How can we adequately even glorify the Lord? We cannot. Alright, so... Um, Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Uh, can we not use the word Devata instead of Demigod? So what is the difference? Devata is Sanskrit, Demigod means English. The same thing. Doesn't make any difference. Next, uh, Bhakta Virendra. In, Hin- in India, Hindus celebrate Demigod festivals such as Ganesh Utsav, Navratri, Vasant Panchami, Mahashivratri and others. Should Krishna conscious devotees stop participating in them? Yes, positively. Sometimes Mahashivaratri is observed as a, you know, oh, devotees, um, what is that? <coughs> because Shiva is a Vaishnav, they do some fasting, but, you know, it is not really recommended, it is not necessary. Because if, the problem is, it is not about this, it, it, it morphs into demigod worship. People will take wrong ideas, even if a devotee follows Mahashivaratri as, you know, a, a Vaishnav and all that, Shiva is a Vaishnav and... But usually, oh, you Vaishnavas also follow? Oh, very nice. Okay, Lord Shiva, Vaishnava, yeah, all the same, all the same. Then in that way, our identity as Krishna's devotee is compromised. 
it's not that we are against Lord Shiva. Of course, we, we have to bow down before him. I mean, he is the greatest Vaishnava. But at the same time, if we start observing all these things, then it will go into demigod worship. So therefore, we have to learn from the Acharya how to do these things. So did he introduce? No. So let's... Although Bhaktivinoda Thakur also had Gopishwar Shiva in his in his home. That is Bhaktivinoda Thakur, you know. Why even Rupa Goswami said in the Bhaktivinoda Samrita Sindhu that one has to worship Ganesh before starting any Krishna worship so that all the uh, obstacles may be removed in such worship. But still, Prabhupada discouraged. He, he did not even introduce that principle. He said no. So why? Because it will eventually change into something else, demigod worship. So... We will follow from the because Sarvadeva Mayoguru 11321. Huh? No, 111727. Srimad Bhagavatam. Sarvadeva Mayoguru. Guru is the representative of all demigods. So what he says, let us follow that. Because he is the dearmost servitor of Krishna. And what he says, we will follow. That's it. Um Next question by Gergelis Sabados. The main thing is that they do it for whom, as mentioned wrongly. Is that what he said? No. I actually don't understand. I actually don't understand. <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. I don't understand. Next question. Man all thinking, no comeback. How to enjoy? Yeah, I mean, actually, I don't really understand the sentence. So, sorry, I'm going to skip that. Um, next, by um, that is for that was by I think Murari Prabhu. Then uh, again, by Gargili Sabados, does understanding any of these worship uh, worshipings help with understanding worshiping of Krishna? No. No, it doesn't help. We should know from Bhagavad Gita what is the situation of demigod worship, and we have shown that very clearly today. And that that is the effect. So we worship from. See, when you get knowledge from Krishna, you will already understand what is demigod worship. We will understand Krishna worship, everything. We don't need to understand Krishna worship through demigod worship or something. No. When we know Krishna, we will know everything. Yasmin vigyate sarvamedam vigyatam bhavati. And it's also explained in the Bhagavad Gita 15.19. 15.19. Yo mameva masamudho janati purushottamam sasarva vid bhajatimam sarvabhave nabharata. Whoever knows me as a supreme personality of Godhead without doubting is the knower of everything. He therefore engages himself in full knowledge, full devotional service to me, O son of Bharata. Whoever knows me as a supreme personality of Godhead without doubting is the knower of everything. So with understanding Krishna, we understand everything else. Next, by question by Bhaktivedanta. Lord Krishna, by instructing Rajavasis, worship Govardhan, he'll stop demigod worshipping of Indra. And then a question mark. <laughs> okay. So that was a statement with a question mark. So, yes. So that's another um, instance where Krishna showed that the demigod worship was not necessary and he stopped the Indra Puja by his father and he asked them to worship the Govardhan hill instead which is the manifestation of himself. Mm. There is even as a child he already was teaching this demigod worship is not necessary. Next question uh, by Santosh Gupta. While worship, while worshiping Krishna, can we worship other gods as well like Shiva or Durga? No, 
you should not if you want to be a vaishnava if you are really interested in your um spiritual life you should not if as a hindu if one wants to do anything that he likes who can stop him but if he wants real self interest then he should not if so if you want to become a vaishnava if you want to go back to godhead if you want to end the cycle of birth and death we should stop shiva and durga worship only krishna mam ekam sharanam braja what he said 1866 mam ekam sharanam braja surrender unto me alone exclusively mam ekam not mam yes but you know also shiva durga ganesh no mam ekam next question by krishna smaranam prabhu the gopis worship demigod kathyayani is that okay so sometimes you will find where the devotees apparently they may do some demigod worship like as you said gopis worship kathyayani so the worship of kathyayani is mentioned in the shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto 22nd chapter verse 4 this was their play, prayer to um katyayani katyayani mahamaye mahayoginyadhishwari nandagopasutam devi patim me kurute namaha iti mantram japantyastah poojam chakruh kumarikah each of the young unmarried girls performed her worship while chanting the following mantra o goddess katyayani o great potency of the lord o possessor of great mystic power and mighty controller of all please make the son of nanda maharaj my husband i offer my obeisances unto you so although they were worshiping katyayani they want krishna as their husband son of nanda, nanda maharaj is krishna that's what they really wanted <coughs> so they they never worship the demigods for any material reasons in fact to be very honest the gopis were far far higher than katyayani katyayani is um, durga but uh, she is a superintendent of this material world but the gopis are way above her they are personal expansions of the radharani you know so actually they were much higher than the, the katyayani but in their humility they prayed to katyayani for getting um krishna is their husband it is actually not possible for the demigods to give krishna you know uh, so how can they ask but that's how they ask because of the devotee of course they were devote they are devotees also demigods but usually their duty is to give material benedictions lord shiva also if one goes to him as a spiritual ma- i mean considering him a spiritual master he will give beneficial instructions and we have many such instances in the bhagavatam where it is how lord shiva gave such beautiful um, instructions to his disciples but if somebody goes to him for material benedictions that is wrong <coughs> so even durga devi is actually vaishnavi devi she is also a great devotee of vishnu or krishna she is a vaishnavi but Uh, her duty is to give material benedictions krishna himself himself said that in the 10th canto second chapter you know so that's why um, usually they themselves can't give but therefore a pure devotee can give that's why we have to go to the acharya all right next question um what is this by santosh yeah by santosh gupta in some stories it say hanuman will become next brahma is it correct so 
they have to show some just to stories you know some wild stories we can't we have to show where is the shastric reference everything shastra ask them like what was the presentation today everything from shastra not speaking anything other than shastra this has to be the way learn in, in, in spiritual circles without shastric reference absolutely not accepted so if they say something back it up better back it up otherwise going to be rejected straight so you ask them whoever has told you this ask them where is the reference if they can re- give reference fine good we will accept it if there's no reference then you can just can't spread false news fake news hmm? next question by nabajit bhakta nabajit think from gujarat prabhu ji hari krishna what is the difference between gokul vrindavan and vaikuntha well <laughs> it is like an embassy there can be a very long answer but shortly a short answer is um this um gokul vrindavan is an embassy of goloka vrindavan just like in any country like in singapore there's an indian embassy so when we go there we are actually in india that is considered india although it is a, in in singapore it is india so it is an embassy of the of india similarly the temple or even the the holy place actually is non different vrindavan gokul vrindavan and goloka vrindavan are non different completely non different and even a temple even in the midst of like singapore is a materialistic city and all that but in that this temple that we are in this is embassy of vaikuntha or goloka vrindavan so it's like an embassy so there is no difference actually hmm that's the short answer i mean if you you can actually read um, brahma samhita where but that actually i don't know the english is very very complicated but there it is described also how this gokul vrindavan is an, a direct manifestation of goloka vrindavan and also <clears throat> it is also explained in chaitanya charitamrita and shrimad bhagavatam in many places but the short answer is this all right next question by prema bhakti mataji i recall reading the after hanuman tore open his chest revealed sitaram in his heart sita devi blessed him with the ability to give benedictions this is why people worship hanuman but it's inappropriate well i would have to see the statement because um a pure devotee can definitely bestow benedictions but what kind of benediction like prabhupada he bestowed the supreme benediction for him all human society so that's also benediction but it's a devotional benediction so hanuman will definitely bestow devotional benedictions but material benedictions that's why we have to see the statement because people will misinterpret in their own way we have to know properly what is the sanskrit first of all and what is the acharya's explanation so we just can't take their words for granted because they have their own ideas of what is benedictions um, <clears throat> pure devotee he doesn't give any other benediction than devotional service so hanuman is not demigod he has no post in the demigods at all he is a great devotee and a pure devotee that too he is higher than all the demigods so pure devo- demigods are not pure devotees usually <clears throat> so a pure devotee is therefore higher than even the demigods so hanuman's position is far more superior than even demigods So what are the benedictions we have to see those okay next question by gaurang gaurangi mata ji bro <coughs> what about people who have ladu gopal at home and sometimes they see some miracles happening like drinking milk 
why doesn't this happen in iscon <laughs> or iscam dates also is this bonafide <laughs> so so when the lord performs certain pastimes like there have been videos like that when laddu gopal has drunk milk you know and the, and the milk has you know become empty in the spoon so this is you know things like this happen krishna does these things to instill some faith in people you know but for devotees they always know that if they if he is offered with devotion he will accept so they won't wait for miracles krishna already said in the bhagavad gita 9.26 patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya prayachhati tadaham bhaktyupahritam ashnami prayatatmanah so on the strength of his word we should have the faith that if it's offered with devotion he will accept it so you may say i don't have much devotion yes so that's why we um offer through the spiritual master because the spiritual master will never fail in his devotion and we have the we put the tulsi leaf there who is so dear to krishna so on these the strength of the spiritual master and tulsi maharani krishna accepts of course we must also have the devotional attitude how much ever we can muster that much devotional attitude we have to muster and offer it to the lord through the spiritual master and the tulsi leaves so that way krishna will accept so when krishna said that he will not go he is a satyavrata as we have seen yesterday satyavratam huh? 11. what is that uh, no 10.2.26 you have seen this shrimad bhagavatam yesterday we have gone through this verse 10.2.26 beautiful verse by the demigods you know to krishna सत्यव्रतम सत्यपरम त्रिसत्यम सत्यस्य योनिम निहितम च सत्ये सत्यस्य सत्यम ऋत सत्यनेत्रम सत्यात्मकम त्वाम शरणम प्रपन्नाह सत्यव्रतम मींस यू सी द वर्ड हियर द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हैड हु नेवर डीविएट्स फ्रॉम हिज वाव सो सो व्हेन ही सेड दैट वी शुड हैव फेथ इन दैट सो द इनफैक्ट इट्स कृष्णाज मर्सी दैट he is eating and he is his um you know leaving it for us to have prasadam just imagine if krishna ate everything and we have <laughs> nothing you know we offer the food and then we you know we wait for 20 minutes and then go back inside and see all the plates are empty what we will eat we <laughs> have to cook again yeah? so <clears throat> it is krishna's mercy that he is actually giving the prasadam if he takes everything yes that will instill some faith in those people who don't have faith who have very fragile faith uh, that's why it is said in the mahabharat uh, mahaprasade govinde nama bra nama brahmani vaishnave svalpa punyavatam rajan vishwaso naiva jayate so for those who are not very pious <clears throat> the pious credits are very low they don't have faith in mahaprasadam that it is actually eaten by krishna महाप्रसाद गोविंद नाम ब्राह्मणी वैष्णव स्वल्प पुण्यवतम राजन विश्वास नई बजायते डोंट हैव द विश्वास दे डोंट हैव दैट फेथ द कृष्णा इज एक्चुअली ईट इन दिस दे मे दे लास्ट गो वाई वाई एवरीथिंग इज देयर लाइक दैट ओनली नथिंग चेंज्ड दैट इज कृष्णा इज मर्सी दैट इज गिविंग अदर वी विल हैव नथिंग टू इट विल स्टार्व सो सो दैट इज ऑलराइट सो व्हाट इज द नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन um what is this verse deho nam janmana amante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha 
why virendra prabhu has asked me to why prabhu you have asked me to chant this verse bahu naam janma namante gyanavan maam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha anyway um thank you all very much thank you all very much for putting up with me for so long yeah so we'll see you tomorrow bhagavad gita ki jai shri prabhupad ki jai anand kodi vaishnav rind ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna and one more thing can we have one more point one more point prasadam because this is a this is a question asked by many devotees because what happens if demigod prasad someone someone offers demigod prasadam what happens to that what should we do i want to actually cover that but i just forgot so just give me 2 minutes we will actually go through this because this is one thing sometimes you know devotees they are there and then suddenly somebody offers the demigod prasadam and they don't know what to do with it to eat or not to eat and respect or not respect or throw or give away or what so principle is that we cannot have demigod prasadam so that is explained just just give me a second i have actually one second 61849 yeah so i'll just take out this verse i'm sorry i'm just taking a little more of your time because i thought i thought this would come in the when i was giving the lecture i thought this would come in the questions but it did not come and i forgot about it almost so we will just go through this prabhupad mentions in the 61849 i think you see this um 6.18.49 नोच्छिष्टं चण्डिकान्नं च सामिषं वृषलाहृतं भुञ्जीतोदक्ययादृष्टं पिबेन्नाञ्जलिनात्वपः नेवर ईट लेफ्टओवर फूड नेवर ईट प्रसाद ऑफर्ड टू द गॉडेस काली दुर्गा एंड डू नॉट ईट एनीथिंग कंटामिनेटेड बाय फ्लेश और फिश do not eat anything brought or touched by a shudra or nor anything seen by a woman in her menstrual period do not drink water by joining your palms so this is actually a uh, instruction by uh, kashyap muni to diti how to do the payavrata anyway here in the purport generally the goddess kali is offered food containing meat and fish and therefore kashyap muni strictly forbade his wife to take the remnants of such food actually a vaishnava is not allowed to take any food offered to the demigods vaishnava is always fixed uh, always fixed in accepting prasad offered to lord vishnu through all these instructions kashyap muni in a negative way instructed his wife diti now to become a vaishnavi um another point i will just read off a um, couple of letters of shri prabhupad um just a second okay here it is so i am not showing it on the screen here but i'm actually reading off um maybe i can show no man I'll, i'll just read it all right <clears throat> so this is 
ஸ்ரீல பிரபுபாஸ் லெட்டர் டு உபேந்திரா டுவெண்ட்டி ஃபர்ஸ்ட் நவம்பர் நைன்டீன் செவன்டி பாம்பே வி அப்சர்வ் த சிஸ்டம் ஃபாலோட் இன் ஜகநாத் புரி ஃபர்ஸ்ட் த ஃபுஸ்ட் ஆஃப் இஸ் ஆஃபர் டு லார்ட் ஜகநாத் அண்ட் வென் ஹிஸ் பிரசாத் இஸ் ஆஃபர் டு த டிஃப்ரெண்ட் டெமிகாட்ஸ் தென் வி மே டேக் சச் ரிமைண்டர்ஸ் ஆஸ் பிரசாதம் திஸ் இஸ் த கரெக்ட் ப்ரொசீஜர் ஸோ ஹீ இஸ் டாக்கிங் அபவுட் ஜகநாத் புரி நெக்ஸ்ட் அனதர் லெட்டர் டு சூரஸ் சிரேஷ்டா ஸோ இஸ் எட் சோ ஃபார் அட்டெண்டிங் பூஜாஸ் அட் த ஹவுஸ் ஆஃப் த ஹிந்துஸ் தேர் வி கேன் கோ அண்ட் ஹோல்ட் அவர் கீர்த்தன் பட் வி ஷுட் நாட் ஆக்ஸ் we should not take prasadam there we can accept raw materials and take them to our temple that means for offering to krishna but we should not accept any prasadam prepared by them however if they insist that we take fruits and sorry if they insist then we can take fruits and milk and offer them to krishna this is a letter to surasreshtha 14 june 1972 so this is this is um this is what is proper saying for demigod worship and also even ganesh worship also he although recommended by rupako swami and bhaktara samrata sindhu he 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 forbade us to do it all right so that is the that is the end of the session thank you okay so question is living entities created by lord brahma or parts and parcels of krishna they are never created by brahma they are always parts and parcels eternal eternal parts and parcels you know bhagavad gita okay two more questions i'm so sorry 15th 157 mamai vamsho jeeva loke jeeva bhuta sanatanah mana shasthani indriyani prakriti sthani karshati the living entities in this conditioned world are my eternal fragmental parts due to conditioned life they are struggling very hard with six senses which include the mind so okay mamai vamsho jeeva loke jeeva bhuta sanatanah the living entities in this conditioned world are my eternal fragmental parts eternal so what brahma creates is this material world i mean in the planetary systems um not the whole material world the universe is already created by the lord the lord comes inside and then he lies down in the garbha ocean and then from his navel brahma is born and krishna vishnu gives him the intelligence how to create the rest of the planets and the living entities and the bodies so brahma creates the bodies for all these living entities to occupy but he does not create the living entities themselves okay next question then what is brahma doing <laughs> yeah so i have answered that so it is by amar reddy okay so he's he's creating the planet planets and everything and all the bodies but that is uh, the living entities are eternal pa- parts and parcels of krishna all right so next question by vanajakshi mataji so ladies are not supposed to prepare bhog for krishna during their monthlies so um ideally no but if there is no other choice one should offer in fact one should only eat prasadam so if there is no choice then one at, especially at home in the temple as far as possible we try to avoid that um but at home even even in the temple in the beginning when there were very less mataji's and uh, other devotees even prabhus so the mataji's were cooking and they were cooking every day so the main thing is this that the service to krishna is our first concern it is not that oh now i have this monthly thing or oh, then I, i can't offer to krishna so krishna like you go hungry no our service to krishna should always go of course krishna is never hungry but our service to krishna should not be interrupted by anything the service must be constant other things can be adjusted so if somebody can else can replace and do the cooking and offering fine if nobody what to do service should continue so that is basically our stance on um service to krishna 
ऑल राइट वी विल स्टॉप हेयर दिस टाइम इट्स फॉर रियल भगवदगीता की जाए शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए अनंत गौरी वैष्णव की जाए निताय गौर प्रेमानंद हरे हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा